Non-stop shock radio. The station that shocks you. Renegade Talk Radio. Okay, welcome back to uh, Renegade Talk.fm in Maui, where we don't sugarcoat shit. And a lot of people are starting to finally understand that. Marla, hi, Marla. Hi, Richie. Hey, Marky Mark in California. I'm here. You're here. How's everything going? It's sunny, beautiful, clean, clear skies. Almost feels like Hawaii. I just got no naked mm, people on the beach. No, God, okay. you're lying. Break the silence. Come crashing into my little world. Painful to me. It's right through me. Don't you understand? Oh, my little girl. You know what? You better start understanding, Renegade Nation, what the fuck's happening to you. You better start understanding, and you better start stop listening to these terminally stupid people who want what they want so they can have power over you, and that's what's going on. You're being um, bullshitted to the nth degree for two people or four people that want power. And what they're going to do and to you... And they're all complete nut jobs. They're, they're terminally stupid people, Marlon. They're worse. Uh... <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, we're ahead. I think, uh, you know, and I, I don't want to be a doomsday person or, you know, some conspiracy theorist, but I, I really believe by what I'm hearing and seeing that there's a lot of things coming down the road that not, might not just be uh, too good. Things are getting worse. I, I, you know, and will continue to get worse. And I've always thought... Nothing's getting better. I've always thought in my heart of hearts that, you know, things would get a little bit better. And I think the stock market is getting better due to the fact of this presidential run and people are, you know, uh, making sure that the unemployment rate has dropped. Now, it's amazing after the last three years, the unemployment rate's been at 9.5%, and all of a sudden it's dropping. Yeah, here, here's the unemployment rate. This is how it sounds. <laughs> That's people's paychecks getting crunched up. <laughs> That's your paycheck, and 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 that has to do with your um, a gasoline for your you know fuel for your car to go to work. But it goes way beyond and that. And a lot of people are not telling you, like Marla just said, that it goes way way deeper than that. Everything that you buy, whether it's clothing, food, I don't care what it is, everything has to be transported someplace, and that means that they're going to start tacking on by plane, train, or automobile. Thank you, Marla. The excise taxes, and they're going to pass the, that along to you. So, you know, you think hot dog rolls and hamburger buns are expensive now? Wait till uh, summertime. You, you'll be paying $7 for a um, um, oh my uh, hamburger buns. It's going to go up. And also, all the fast food joints, all of that's oh, going to go skyrocketing seen. because of the fuel. Now, let's get something straight here. Uh, before we took the break, and, and Mark remembers this, and I know Marla does, and I do. In 1974, we had a problem with the Middle East. And they are not bringing this up at all. The ostrich media has not brought this up at all on any of their news programs or talk programs on, on Sunday, interviewing these uh, moron candidates that they have decided that they think can well, win and, and and run the country. Also, yes. they're, they're talking about, you know, what's going on in the Middle East. We just need to get out of there. Okay, let me continue. So in 1974, the Middle East decided to show some uh, power. 
And, and during that time period, they cut off the oil. And I'm not going to go into all the major detail, but what happened in this country was catastrophic. And what they did was they made you buy they made you buy your gas on an even and odd day. And how they did that was they went by your license plate. So if your license plate ended as uh, in an eight, you were even. If it ended in, in a seven, you were odd. And you want to talk about that the problem. That was me. I was always odd. And I was even. I'm always and, even and you're always odd. And let's not forget the uh, line going well, all the way around the block. So when you needed to get gas, you had to wait in line for two to three hours. And exactly. the, ma- the majority of you people listening to this radio broadcast weren't around at that time. You can bet your sweet fucking ass that that's going to happen again. They are going to start controlling the oil. They're going to start controlling how much you can consume. And if you think that I'm talking out of my ass, go look it up for yourself. Go to Google and type in 1974 OPEC and you will see it for yourself. Hey, Rich. You know, I remember I was a kid. Mm, It was terrible. How long did it go on for? It went on for a while, didn't it, Mark? Say again? How, it went on for a while. How long did it last when we had to go odd and even to get our gas? Shit, lasting almost two full years. Yeah, I just remember sitting in the car. Anyway, <laughs> you, yeah, we didn't look it up, but I remember going through it myself. And here's what people were doing. They were stealing other people's license plates yeah. to get the even tag. So you had an even tag and an odd tag. What's <laughs> going to happen this time? Yeah, what's going to happen this time? It's not going to be about being stealing tags. It's, it's going to be about shooting people on the street to get the fuel. That's how bad. And, and gas is going up. Now, we talked about this. Ron Paul has talked about this. And apparently... Ra, Ra, Paul. And apparently the ostrich media is just dissing this guy and has been dissing this guy for a long time. They don't want him in there because it'll ruin all of their fun. Because he is right. He, He is a prophet. Anyway, there was an article, there was an interview done by Luke Mullins uh, back in 2008. Now, we're going back to 2008, Renegade Nation. Not today. 2008. This interview was done in September 20th of 2008. And Luke Mullins interviewed him, and they were talking about this gigantic financial bailout that the government was preparing to undertake in 2008. And Mullins asked um, Ron Paul, what's your take on this huge financial bailout? Well, basically, this is what he had to say. Listen to this. This is in 2008. We are in 2012. He is now running for the president as he did in 2008. But listen to what he is saying about this bailout. Madam Speaker, I rise in strong opposition uh, to this bill. This is only going to make the problem that much worse. The problem came about because we spent too much, we borrowed too much, and we printed too much money, we inflated too much, and we overregulated. And this is all that this bill is about, is more of the same. So you can't solve the problem. We're looking at a symptom. We're looking at the collapsing uh, of, a, of a market that was unstable. It was in, unstable because of the way it came about. It came about because of a monopoly control of money and credit by the Federal Reserve System, and that is a natural consequence of what happens when a Federal Reserve System creates too much credit. Now, there have been a, a fair number of free market economists around, predicted this would happen, and uh, yet, do we look to them for advice? 
no, we totally exclude them. We don't listen to them. We don't look at them. We look to the people who created the problem and uh, then perpetuate the problem. The most serious mistake that could be made here today is to blame free market capitalism uh, for this problem. This has nothing to do with free market capitalism. This has to do with a managed economy, an inflationary system, corporatism, a special interest system. It has nothing to do with the failure of, of uh, free markets and capitalism. Yet we're resorting now once again to promoting more and more government. Long term, this is disastrous because everything we're doing here, everything we've done for six months, we've already pumped in $700 billion. Here's another $700 billion. This is going to destroy the dollar. Okay. Did you hear what he just said? What did he just say? It's going to destroy the dollar. What the fuck do you think is it's, going on it's right now? It's happening right now. That's why I call him Rara Paul. <laughs> Mark, that was in 2008. Renegade Nation, this was in 2008. Look at the problem with the dollar right now. This is where the guy was right on the money and the fucking morons, these terminally stupid people. No, they're not terminally stupid. You're terminally stupid. You need to wake up and make sure that you don't get another one of these elitists in there trying to destroy your life. Listen on. Listen. That's what you should be concerned about. Yeah, Wall Street's in trouble. There's a lot of problems. And if we don't vote for this, there's going to be problems. But believe me, if you destroy the dollar, you're going to destroy a worldwide economy. And that's what we're on the verge of doing. Okay. Whoa. What did he say? 2008. That was 2008. Worldwide economy. We're having a lot of problems. Gee. Gee. Let me scratch my head. Mark, Hmm. where are you? I'm listening to you guys. You're part of the show, man. Speak. You are so passionate. No, am I right or wrong? It was Ron Paul right in saying what he said back in 2008. Look at the world economy today and look at the dollar. You're always complaining about it, Mark. Well, if you even go back further, he was talking about it. He started talking about this shit almost 20 years back. Like he said during the last debate, he's consistent on telling people exactly what's going on. He is. But there's only a small percentage of people that are actually listening to him. And you brought up a good point, Marla, that the media doesn't want him in. So even Fox News doesn't even bring his name up. They don't want him in at all. They don't want this guy talks the talk the way it's supposed to be talked. And they don't want to abide by the Constitution. Renegade Nation, you pass this radio show around, please. And let them hear this. This is 2008. And the ostrich media, those fucking morons are not letting you hear this. You got to go on the Internet and search it out for yourself. Continue. And it is inevitable if we continue this, that's what's going to happen. It's going to be a lot more serious than what we're dealing with today. We need to get our house in order. We need more oversight. That is for certainty. But we need oversight of the Federal Reserve System, the Exchange Stabilization Fund, the President's Working Group on Financial Markets. Find out what they're doing. How much have I been meddling in the market? But what we're doing today is going to make things much worse. Gentlemen's time has expired. There you go. You know what I liked? There you go. Meddling. Meddling. He used the word meddling. meddling. You know what he was talking back in September? That was when Bush was in president. Yeah, Bush was the president back then. That's right. Kaboom. Let's See, blow up the towers. Renegade Nation, here's what they're doing. And I, I, we're trying to tell you this. San, we, we got Sanitarium, Rick Sanitarium. We have Willard. Now, Willard 
Renegade Nation has spent 35 fucking million dollars to win Michigan. This is where he grew up. This is where his father was the governor. And this guy is not liked. No, he's not. And I want to ask you and Mark, Rich, have you noticed how weird his face is? He's weird. He's really strange. <laughs> Fucking weird. He, you know what, guys? It's is real he, simple. Is he an inbreed? He's not a guy that really meets with people. He's a guy that deals with all the one percenters, right? That's, that's all he deals Think with. Think about it. Yeah, he's always dealing with the people that have the money and they're willing and dealing. So imagine being a president of the United States. You can't just fire somebody. <laughs> okay. If they don't want to do what you're going to want them to do, be at the House or the Senate, you can't say you're fired you know and you what? can't move on. You, you, you don't have the same power as an independent businessman you when know, you're the president. It's not a- the same thing. What's he going to get pissed off at the country because they won't do what he does? So he's going to what? Throw a couple of nukes their way? He's going to fire them. Yeah. How can you tell a country doesn't follow through with the treaty or the embargo that you promised? uh, It's like, it's it's a joke. Everybody's talking about he creates businesses. No, he doesn't. He just I'm playing (laughs) ball. He just makes or breaks deals. Rich and I are playing catch. Anyway, we're playing catch while you go. Mark, (laughs) Renegade Nation. The thing is that Ron Paul. You know what? I'm not. No. Rah rah Paul. Okay, rah rah Paul. I I basically you know. I'm staying neutral on this whole thing, but when you listen to what he says and how the ostrich media has thrown him off a cliff, and basically the guy knows he's not going to win. He also knows he'll not be the nominee, but he's trying to wake up people to get them to see the fakes that these people are and what they're going to do to the to the United States of America. Uh, yeah, it's, it, it is so sad that he can't get his message out there because... Wall Street, big money, you know, they they don't want him in because he's telling the absolute truth. Now, here we go into the next part of this, which is really good. Now, Mullins uh, asked um, uh, Dr. Paul, but don't we need to get these toxic assets off of the bank's balance sheets? Now, remember, again, again, Renegade Nation, this is 2008. This is when he said this stuff in 2008. It is yeah. now 2012, and he's running for the presidency. This is what he... responsibility, right, Rich? Pardon me? Why is it our responsibility to get rid of the bank's toxic investment that they did themselves? Will you please get off that speakerphone? <laughs> Fucking idiot. I told you to stay on the dickhead. I am so okay, sorry. listen. Look, just, look, you just don't stupid. need to eat. Just listen to what he had to say about the <laughs> bank's balance sheets. Here we go. So, uh, thank you. I, I rise in opposition to the rule and the underlying uh, legislation. Um, it uh, doesn't take a whole lot to convince me that we're on the wrong track uh, with this type of legislation. And at great risk of being marginalized, I want to bring up uh, a couple issues. One is that uh, if one were to look uh, for guidance in the Constitution, there's no uh, evidence that we have the authority to take funds from uh, one group of Americans and transfer it to another group. Did you hear what he just said there? Go, go, Ron. You have no right to take the money of the American people and transpose the money to the fucking failures who stole the money to begin with. 
Social security. <laughs> Wake up! Yeah, the world. you won't be getting any social security. Listen in more. This is 2008 again. Remember, 2008 is when Dr. Paul said all this stuff. Listen. Who happened to need something. And a moral argument is it's not right to do so. Why should successful Americans be obligated to take care of those who have made mistakes? But those two arguments are rather weak arguments, so I will try to talk a little bit. Rob Mark. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Okay, continue. About uh, economics. I, I think what we're doing here today and what we've done here for the last week has is, is been essentially a distraction. Uh, a distraction? Really? The first person who has said that. Besides me. Besides us. Being distracted, you're being distracted from the truth. You're being distracted so they can get away with what they want and they can charge you five fucking dollars a gallon for gas and your food prices are going to go up. And remember, Renegade Nation, this was said in 2008. Obamitable won't let that, won't put in that uh, gas line. We're we're talking about transferring funds around. What, Mark? People are more interested in watching the Kardashian divorce trial instead of watching their money come sucking out of their pocket. All right, listen, let's continue with this. Let's continue with this so we can get a full picture of what he said in 2008. Around $15 $15 billion. It's been authorized. It's it's been uh, designed to do some other uh, interventions that were unnecessary in the car industry. In in a way, uh, this probably could have been done by unanimous consent, but there's been a lot of talk and a lot of publicity and a lot of arguments going back and forth about the bailout for the car companies. And it is, of course, very important. But in the scheme of things, you know, what does $15 billion mean anymore? Yeah, what does $15 billion yeah. mean anymore to anybody? Could be, because they keep on printing more money, right, Mike? Why can't we That's get right. bailed out? Everyone's having it's problems. It's not about bailing us out. It's about mm. putting us under, Marla. It's about getting rid of us. No, they want to, The elitists want to control everything in this country, and you are just a piece of shit yeah. that takes up space. Uh-huh. And they're, they're trying their best to kill off a lot of people on the, can around I, can the globe. Can I uh, interject in here, guys? Uh, no. No, go ahead. It's real simple. The unions pump a lot of money into the politicians' pockets for their campaigns and all the little perks and benefits like vacation time and all that shit, right? Yeah. Who would be hurting worse, the American people or the unions losing their power? The unions. And who really won in the bailing out the auto industry? Unions. But guess what? The unions are such terminally stupid because when everything starts falling apart and we can't buy the fucking car, they don't need unions. It doesn't matter. You know what, Mark? You know what's really funny? You know what's really funny about the whole thing? When you look at the whole big picture, which they don't tell you the big picture, they just don't tell you the big picture. Do you know how much money GM, Ford, and Chrysler made over the last 20 years and they had to get a bailout? Where did all that money go? They will not explain to you where the money went, but they will get on their knees and blow people to get bailout money. I remember that moron in 2009 when he flew in his private jet, the the CEO of GM and the, and the, and the, and the guy kicked him out of the fucking uh, congressional hearing. I mean, people, you need to wake up, okay? These people made mistakes. They did it themselves and the American taxpayer is not responsible for bailing out these morons. And this is... This, Amen, this brother. Whole, 
This all happened in 2008. This is what he told you. He is like a prophet. He is like telling you what was going to happen four years down the road. And guess what, Renegade Nation? Ra ra Ron Paul was. has been authorized. The big thing is, is, is the big bailout, the $8 trillion, the unlimited amount, and what we've been doing for the past six months. We are on the road to nationalization. In- oh, whoa, 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 whoa. Did you hear it? Did you hear that, Mark? Renegade Nation? We did it because we took over the bank. We are on the road to nationalization. He said it in 2008, and look at us right now. Here he is trying to tell everyone, wake up, America. They're not waking up. They don't want to hear this shit. There's a lot of people out there that support Ron Paul and support what he says is the truth. And everything that he said has come true. But those fucking elitists in Washington and Wall Street and Hollywood do not want him in power. Anyways, we're in the midst of nationalization without a whimper. There's no real talk about it. I mean, we've essentially nationalized the insurance companies, the mortgage companies, the banks. That's what they did. They nationalized the banks. There's only four major banks now. He called it. He called it. And you know what? On TV the other night, there was a guy, make a a long story short, he started a manufacturing firm to build furniture or whatever the fuck he was doing. He went to the four major banks and they told him to go fuck off. Oh, it was a dining, a, a restaurant. <laughs> it was a restaurant. Who? Hey, Mark, and this guy had 30-plus years of restaurant experience running a restaurant. He was not stupid. He had a lot of c- credentials. He had a lot, a lot of experience. He, the That's banks, right. It was Papa John's Pizza. No. <laughs> I'm serious, Mark, because I'm not happy today about all of this. Okay. The I bottom know, line is the guy went to go get the... Hold on, Mark. The guy went to go get the money in the four banks, which Ron Paul just talked about, a nationalization, because they nationalized the banks. You don't even know they did, they, they, they did that. Yeah. You, uh-uh. you see, the, the thing is, you think everything is just happy-dappy-dory, that everything is going just fine. Is that happy-dappy and, and hunky-dory? Go, you, yeah, hunky-dory. Thank you, Marla. <laughs> you go to a bank and see if you can get a loan and see what happens to you. Wake up! I think it's time to head north and uh, borrow money from Canada. I think it's time to get out of here ah, is what Canada, it is. Canada. Yeah, Canada's doing really well, and their banks are flourishing down here because they actually listen and care about the uh, customers. Okay, listen to what he says. And uh, medical care is moving in that direction, and now... Oh, medical care is moving in that direction. Oh, we forgot about that. This is... Hey, remember, Renegade Nation, this was set in 2008. The car companies are going to be uh, run by a car czar uh, from, <laughs> from this Congress. I mean, it is such an embarrassment. It is such an insult to us who believe in freedom, who believe in sound money and limited government. It's such an insult to the whole idea of what made America great. Well, let me tell you something, Renegade Nation. What he's saying is, the old days of America are gone, and these liberal leftist fucking idiot, terminally stupid people are trying to take over your life and control what you say and what you do. That's what he said in 2008, and that is exactly what's happening right now. And this is what it's come to bailout after bailout after bailout and nobody even calls it what it really is it's nationalization of our industries there you go i I believe it because you know what the same thing goes to the people that come south of the border yeah they nationalize them they come here and we give them everything that like education medical insurance 
Social Security. You know, it's like, but if well, you wait have, a minute. Yeah. What about the people who actually live here that are citizens? That Why are working? Everybody yeah. that comes south. You know what, Marla? Mark, they don't give a fuck about you. You know what? In fact, they don't like you. They don't like me. They don't like Marla. They don't like your neighbors because we came from the old school. Work hard. Get what you need. You're going to have your problems and your faults, but not getting bailouts from uh, companies that make... You know, you know what GM made last quarter or last year? $38 billion. We were taken to the cleaners. Yeah. Lied to, bullshitted, however you want to say it, we were taken to the cleaners and we are letting this happen and then le- letting this Romney character and this Santorum, the sanitation, san- whatever the fuck his stupid name, we, we, what, what is it? Sanitarium. Sanitarium. He belongs in a sanitarium. These people are out of control and they're bringing God and Satan. They're all, I'm telling oh, you. Don't even oh, get into that topic. God, I do have it? something to add to what you said, okay, about the terminally stupid. Do you realize it's the terminally stupid that are getting bailed out? Not people like you and I got our shit together. That's, that's what Ron right. Paul said. That's, not, that's what Ron Paul said. Right. I know. Think about it. All the terminally stupid that took out these house loans that are upside down. That's we're next. To help them out. Duh. Okay. How about all the people with their student loans? Uh, How about people that buy cars at least and they don't own cars or they get a credit rebate from the government to buy a vault? A vault! <laughs> Everybody is terminally stupid because they're all looking for a freaking handout because they can't do it themselves. You know what? You're right, Mark, and... People in their 20s and 30s, and even, you know, 18 on it. <laughs> that was Satan. That was he just devil. stopped by. Satan came by. <laughs> He's sitting right here. And, yeah, anyhow, uh, <laughs> someone needs to slap them all in the face and wake them up. Uh, that's fucking Because that's pathetic. the I'm entitled to everything hey, you generation. Know what? They're, gonna, a, they're gonna have nothing. You no, know we should do, Mark. We should do. You know the way they're gonna win anyway. No matter what anybody says, they're they're gonna take control. We need to get bailouts for ourselves and apply for every federal program and grant that they have yeah. and take the money, just like everybody else does. Why not yeah. do the same exact Why thing? Why can't we get a bailout? Yeah, I want to. We're ba- we're so in the red. It's ridiculous. Yeah, we need a bailout for this radio station. Yeah, that's right. We need the we need the U.S. government to support this radio we're station. We're renegade nation. <laughs> if you put Marla in charge and she was homosexual, you would get. That. I'll put no, a new no, no. picture up on the site. That'll get their attention real mm, fast. No, we we need an attorney out anyway, there. Anyway, okay, we're, we're going to take a break. When, when we come back, we're going to continue on with uh, Luke Mullins doing this interview because the next one is really going to piss you off. The next one that uh, Ron Paul talks about is the housing crisis. And oh look, boy! Look at the fucking mess. The absolute abortion of a mess that these people have caused. Oh, but, oh, we get in trouble for saying bad words. Look what they're doing to your homes. Look what they're doing to your banks. Look at the foreclosures. Look at the shadow foreclosures. They haven't done a goddamn thing. All they want you is out of your house. I can't understand why, though. You know, the the good old U.S. of A is not the good old U.S. of A. Housing prices nationally are down again. And um, foreclosures are up 3% in January. Uh, They're going to keep going up. I need to talk to my psychiatrist. Can you get him on the phone for me, Marla? I'm going crazy. Do you you need some bourbon? I need some help. I am am a thoroughly confused American citizen that is sitting here in a heap of shit, and I don't know what to do, and I don't know how am I going to get out of my problems and I think that they'll help me I think Willard will be there and he'll say I will help you because my wife owns a Cadillac (laughs) 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 you fucking morons 
Wake up. Please. Take care, Richie. I, I, I'll be right back because I have to talk to my psychiatrist. I'll be right back. Hold on, Renegade Nation. Non-stop shock radio. The station that shocks you. Renegade Talk Radio. Anyway. Okay, this we're going to send this out to Whitney Houston's family. Back Renegade Nation. My name is uh, Richie Kepler, along with Marky Mark, and of course the ever dropped dead gorgeous model Marla. The reason we played Whitney Houston, there's uh, two reasons, and then we'll get back into uh, Doctor uh, Paul and what he's saying about the banking industry and your house. Um, President's Day. Yeah, President's Day. Yes. Um, the bottom line here is John and Ken from KFI in Los Angeles were let go for a week because they called Whitney Houston a crack hoe. They now are coming up with all of these, um, what what happened to her. Here's the bottom line, Renegade Nation. They took your attention away from what's going on in the political environment that we're in, and they transposed it over to some black singer who basically ruined her own life. And we had to sit there and watch this crap for two weeks. And, and no one had even seen her for 20 years. And nobody has seen this woman for 20 years. And John and Other Ken... Other than a crack, crack is whack. Crack is whack. John and Ken get up there and uh, on air and tell everybody exactly what's going in because they're part of that Hollywood scene. scene. They, know what's, they know what's happening. And uh, they were uh, suspended. And they're coming back when, Mark? That is correct. When are they coming back? Tomorrow. They're coming back there. Now, I will guarantee you, because I am the prophet and I speak to Heavenly Father, that they are going, they have been in management meetings and have been told to watch what they say. And if they go over bounds again, you can guarantee that these people will not be around KFI too much longer. No, no, Rich, Rich. They are on a road trip. To Whitney Houston's coffin, and they're talking <laughs> to her right now. Mark, I already told you they got the day off to attend the funeral yes, services. Yes, matter of fact, I'm with them. And can you hear how we're in a coffin setting right now? Do you hear that? No. Oh, no. Yes. Matter of fact, her jewelry looks very sparkling, even in the dark. <laughs> It's just funny that they took everybody's attention away from what's really going on, which we have to be concerned about, and put it into some singer who basically just sang some songs. Yeah, she had a beautiful voice and she was very good. Okay, fine and dandy. But why was all that attention? And then they show the body from the National Enquirer that somebody internally inside that family took a picture of and put it up so everybody could see it. And we're not talking $500,000. We're talking millions of dollars, ladies and gentlemen. Distraction. It's called distraction. Now, okay, now we're going to get back to uh, Dr. Paul. Just wanted to bring that up and update you on the Whitney Houston Wait. Wait a minute, wait a minute. Before we uh, leave Whitney, Mm -hmm. I have one last thing to share with our audience about Whitney because this is what I would like to do with Whitney. (laughs) Thank you, Mark, for the great sound effects. That's right, Flesher. 
Yes. Okay. She's she's gone. Uh, she's gone. Anyway, so Donna, <laughs> she's she's no longer. She doesn't have to deal with all the crap we got to deal with now. Crap. Um, crack. Crack is whack. Anyway, so uh, Mullins, uh, Luke Mullins interviewed Ron Paul. This is in 2008. Continuing this, uh, Mullins asked Dr. Paul, "But don't we need to get these toxic assets off of the bank's balance sheets?" And this is what Dr. Paul had to say. Now remember, Renegade Nation. This is in 2008. Madam Speaker, I rise in strong opposition. Hi. We had a very important vote today on the House floor. It was on the housing bill, and uh, it passed overwhelmingly, uh, 272 to 152. And this was a major piece of legislation, a major bailout. I was kiddingly wanting to call the bill uh, the mother of all bailouts, but then I qualified that to say that actually the bailout of the housing industry has occurred now over the past year because the Federal Reserve has actually invested, so to speak, uh, almost $300 billion in, in bailing out the industry. And uh, this bill has frequently been referred to as uh, uh, entailing $300 billion also of appropriations, but that has been changed, and they changed the number, and they said it would be es essentially $25 billion, but that's just talk, because uh, it uh, is now doesn't really have a number to it. it. It means that the original line of credit, which helped to cause all this trouble, may, you know, uh, given the assumption and the attitude that uh, the federal government would always bail out Fannie Mae and Freddie Mac. They always had a line of credit to the treasury of two point. Okay, let's get into Fannie Mae and Freddie Mac. Uh, who do you think? Uh, Fannie, uh, not uh, Fannie. Fannie Mac, uh, Freddie and Fannie, <laughs> Freddie Mac and Fannie Mae, whatever the hell it's called. Hey, thank you, Marla. Um, we have talked about Maxine Waters, Maxine uh, involved in this kind of stuff in regards to the two mortgage giants backing up her bank, and this is going to get deeper and deeper. Listen, listen in as he continues uh, this great uh, conversation. Five billion dollars. Well, today. Today, the line of credit is open-ended. They now, Treasury's now allowed to buy all Fannie Mae, uh, Freddie Mac and Fannie Mae, housing security, unlimited. They get to make the decisions. The Congress doesn't even make the decision on how much or how much money is appropriated. But interestingly enough, what they did, though, buried in the bill, which was nearly 600 pages long, buried in the bill, which a lot of members weren't quite aware of, the national debt was moved up $800 billion. So they're planning on spending you know, a lot of money. So the national debt is being increased, and uh, this is open-ended, and uh, the Treasury can buy these securities. But over the last year, uh, whether it was the uh, $30 billion that uh, was used by the Fed uh, to prop up uh, Bear Stearns and the rest of the housing industry, literally what they have done is they have exchanged Treasury bills for Fannie Mae and Freddie Mac securities. And this means that that is the asset they're holding that backs up our currency. It's an asset that nobody else wants. It's losing value. If they dumped it on the market today, it the value of these uh, stocks would probably go to zero. But that is literally the asset behind our currency. There was a day, of course, when we had gold and silver behind our currency, and then Treasury bills have generally been used over these many years. But now, uh, these assets, uh, housing mortgage securities, are the assets held behind our currency. So, in a way, it's a very serious situation. Okay, what he's saying is that the dollar now has inflated to a point where now it's not worth anything. 
That's what he said back in 2008. Am I correct? Correct. That's right, because I sure don't want any of it. You don't want any of what? Like you said, if it was on the stock market, no one would buy the stupid thing anyway. That's right. Exactly right. And Fannie Mae and Freddie Mac executives also got bonuses. They got bonuses. Listen to Today, though, many people voted for it, not because they liked it and liked the idea. They know it's terrible. They know it's a lot of money. But they had been convinced that if we don't bail out the housing industry, everything is going to be much worse. Well, they did uh, supposedly bail out. That's why everybody's in foreclosure. One out of four homes in this country is in foreclosure. And I don't hear anybody from a sanit- a sanitarium to Willard to Newt Gingrich or any of these people bringing Fig any Newton? of this stuff up. Fig Newton. No, because Fig contraception Newton. is more important. Contraception. Contraception. Yeah, yeah, thank you, Mark. And religion is more important. And there is some truth to the argument that things can get pretty bad by not bailing out. But to keep the inflation going, keep printing more money to prop up a system that's not viable isn't the answer. So you can't solve the problem created by inflation, that is the creation of money and credit out of thin air, with more money and credit out of thin air. Because although it might tide us over for a while, what it does, it puts pressure on the dollar. And, of course, internationally, that's what our, our problem has been. And that's happening right now. This, remember, Renegade Nation, this was in 2008 he said this, and here we are with the dollar being devalued. It is the value of the dollar, and it keeps going down in value, which means prices are going to go up. And that's exactly right. Look at the gas prices. Look at the food prices today, Renegade Nation. Look how bad it is getting. He was right on the money. But in this bill, there were other things in there that weren't very often discussed that I did get my two minutes on the House floor and I got to bring it, bring these issues up. One, uh, one had to do with anybody who works in the mortgage industry will now be fingerprinted. And uh, I, I made the point that, you know, it wasn't a lack of fingerprinting of mortgage brokers that caused the crisis. The crisis was caused by certain legislation that encouraged loans like this, as well as the Federal Reserve giving us artificial in, uh, interest rates and a very expanded money supply. And now they're saying, well, one of the corrections is going to have to be if we only fingerprinted a mortgage brokers, we're going to solve our whole problems. Which Now, how ridiculous and stupid is that? You're going to fingerprint a mortgage broker? Huh? <laughs> For what, what purpose? For what purpose? Yes, Mar- yeah, thank you, Marla. For what purpose are you going to fingerprint a mortgage broker? I mean, wake up. Listen, just listen to this. Listen to what he said in 2008. It is so correct. Which is, of course, uh, complete nonsense. The other thing that they did, they slipped in something else really unrelated to the crisis uh, uh, completely. And that is that all credit card transactions will be reported to the IRS and more regulations, more reporting, more surveillance, and they're hoping, you know, to collect more money in in this effort. They're always coming up short. So this means more surveillance of every single thing you do in life and now everything you buy and sell on your credit card. Every transaction will be reported uh, to to the IRS. Now, do you, does anybody? I have my wife doing that for me. Huh? I got my wife doing that for me. I That's right. IRS Don't use credit cards. Order. You're tracking everything that you do, and nobody knows anything about this. The only person who brings it up in 2008 was who? 
rah rah Ron Paul. So the trend, the, the trend is not good. I did mention on the House floor uh, very briefly that in the year 2001, I had introduced legislation in the form of amendment that would have removed this line of credit of $2.5 billion because I considered this in, uh, as uh, encouraging moral hazard, people willing to take risk because it meant that the signal was sent out there that, it, that uh, the government, the taxpayers, would always stand behind mortgages no matter uh, what would happen. And here it turns out that this $2.5 billion now has turned into hundreds of, uh, of billions of dollars. And, uh, of course, uh, not many people paid any attention to this. In fact, nobody paid attention to anything that he said, and they're still not paying any attention to what he says. And look at the friggin' mess that this country is in, and they're screaming about God and Satan. Huh? Back in 2000, What, Mark? Our politicians are Satan. They are Satan. They're the ones that are doing this to the American people, and he's trying to tell you straight up what's going on, and they are dissing this guy. All the major ostrich medias do not follow him. They don't give him any press because they don't want him to tell the American people the truth. They just don't want him to get this stuff out. But it wasn't so much that uh, I was clairvoyant on this as much as good, sound economic policy and uh, political instincts uh, it wasn't difficult to see this bubble coming. The bubble had been building for many, many years, just as the dollar bubble has been building for 35 years. So ultimately, my biggest concern is that of the dollar bubble. So every time we bail out anybody, anytime we have to run up a deficit or take care of any problem that we have or fighting a war, all these conditions are always down, put to pressure on the dollar. So those who are very concerned about what it would be like if we had had a major crisis due to the failure of Fannie Mae and Freddie Mac, the bigger crisis will be when the dollar doesn't function very well, because then the people really suffer. So we And right now, a lot of people in are suffering, are suffering terribly. Ex- exactly what he said, and it's going to get worse because of these gas prices, and that affects everything that you do in your life. You need to try very hard to understand why these bubbles are formed and prevent them from happening, rather than saying, well, it looks like the market is trying to deflate a bubble, and what we have to do is pump harder, pump harder with money and credit to keep it up. And that, once again, the analogy that I've used so often. Say what, Mark? Sounds like my penis enlarger. Is it's like a drug addict that is totally addicted, and uh, the only thing he wants is another fix. In this case, the economy is addicted to easy money, inflationary pr- uh, programs of the Federal Reserve, as well as deficit financing. And if we quit, there is some pain with it. But if not, we can kill the patient. In this case, it could be the dollar. So hopefully we could uh, soon, that we will soon wake up and change our ways. But today's vote on the House floor dealing with the housing bubble, there's no sign that we're about to tighten our belt and live within our means. There you go. Absolutely correct. There you go. He's preaching to the choir when it comes to that stuff for you and me and Milo. Yeah, we've we've already known it for a long time. People just don't want to hear the truth, and they want to be sidetracked by Whitney Houston and Kim Kardashian and the rest of these fucking hoes. What are you screaming? They don't want to hear the truth. I know, but... They can't handle it! (laughs) Now, getting, getting into Rick... 
sanitarium over the weekend. The Republican presidential primary hopeful sanitarium says he doesn't believe in the separation of church and state, noting that a speech on the topic by former President John F. Kennedy makes him want to throw up. Whoa. I don't believe... What? With that little rat face mouth and teeth? (laughs) (laughs) I don't believe that the separation of church and state is absolute. Sanitarium, sanitarium said in an interview on ABC's This Week program, the First Amendment means the free exercise of religion, and that means bringing people and their faith into the public square. Well, hello, it's the U.S. We have so many people of so many faiths. How, you know... See, do you see where we're trying to go here? Terminally stupid. Terminally stupid. He's talking about religion, (laughs) and Ron Paul is telling you the truth, and he's not even up there. They don't even talk about this guy, but, oh, they'll talk about Rick Sanitarium. They'll talk about him and this religion crap. Let me explain something to you. Separation is not mentioned, yet his take on JFK's explanation is utterly ridiculous and retarded. JFK was saying how as president he would follow the Constitution and that the Pope nor anybody else would be running the White House. How little Ricky drew what he drew out of that show. He, Renegade Nation, he's not that smart. And he's going to get clobbered by Obama's lie machine. Didn't oh, Jesus, abominable. Didn't Jesus say, render unto God what is God's? And unto Caesar, what is Caesar's? Meaning, be a good citizen. Little Ricky, I think, is nuts on this one. <laughs> Hence the name. <laughs> Sanitarium. <laughs> That's right. The devil, Satan, has us all over say- his hands. He's just playing with us. At least, hopefully, the Renegade Nation is becoming aware of the truth, and maybe they can spread it with a few people. I sure hope you do, Renegade Nation, because we keep climbing. Right now, we're up to over 6,000 downloads just this month. Yep, 6,000 downloads. People are listening. Hey, and the other thing is that um, um, this this, uh, Arizona and Michigan are today, and... um, Obama's sitting back laughing his ass off, going, hey, this is going to be simple. In fact, I, I predict that this is going to be a brokered uh, Republican convention because they cannot come together. In fact, the Republicans are actually hurting themselves by not coming together because we have God now and Satan involved with these people. Whack jobs. What, well, whack jobs, whatever they are. Again, you know, the freedom of uh, religion is in the Constitution. You can preach to anybody, or you can kneel down to anybody you want, but these guys are bringing this stuff up, and not bringing up what Ron Paul brought up, which we just played in 2008. And they just don't get it. They don't want to hear about what's really going on. And as Mark has been saying for years now about the housing problem, one in four homes right now are in foreclosure. Where, what happened to the housing bailout? Where'd all that money go? How come they're not answering the questions that need to be answered? They will not pit people like me or Mark or Marla or anybody else on that will go after them. They will not. It's all a setup and has been a setup for a long, long time. And now look at the mess we're in with $5 a gallon of gas. And now we have the Middle East problem with Iran and Israel. And my feeling is on Israel. It's not going to go kaboom. If Israel attacks Iran, we better stay the fuck out of it. 
Let them fight it out yeah. because they've been fighting for thousands of years. They hate each other's guts over there. Look what's happening in Afghanistan with two American people being shot in the head by the Taliban. I mean, they need, in fact, there was a general and a Medal of Honor winner on the news last night saying we need to get the troops out of uh, there. Out of there. They yeah. Get them right. out. Get out of there. We I don't agree. need to come back. We need to get out of there. Again, it's a centuries-old war. war. It's never going to stop. They've been killing each other for thousands of years. Nothing has changed over there. They don't want any intervention from the Western uh, civilization. And I don't want to give it to them. And, and, uh, neither do most Americans. Yeah, we pulled, uh, we pulled out of Iraq a couple months ago, and they're all killing each other again, again. over there. A lot oh. of they, it's not going to stop. And these so-called smart people, where are you? Hey, I got an idea. Yeah, yeah Mark, because I need, I need to talk to my psychiatrist. We need help. I need, <laughs> I need to find out. I, I need, need to, to find a good condom. Feet up and uh, tell me how you really feel, Rich. Uh, I think I'm going to leave this country. I think That's we need doing. to tell all the Muslims. The Muslims, yeah. Yeah, the Muslims, they need to go back home. They do. Yes, get out of France. Go Germany. home. Go and- home. Bring our Americans home. Yeah, you don't home. like the way we run our world, our Western philosophy? They don't like us, Mark. Go home. They're trying to take their rocks and sand... Um, um, uh, <laughs> their, um, mentality? Menta- yes, thank you, Marla. Their rocks and sand mentality and bring it into the Western civilization because they don't like us. That's and right. uh, they are going to continue this. And again, I'm going back to uh, 9-11. And um, I think that uh, the, they have succeeded succeeded in, in starting to destroy this country, and we have not um, got up and said, you know, we're not going to take any more of this. They haven't done it, because now you affect everybody's religion, and you affect everybody's nationality, and you affect this. I mean, what? where is the Republicans talking about what they're going to do with this issue? Where are they? And they only say what somebody writes. It's not coming from them. In fact, yesterday on talk radio here in, in, in Hawaii, I heard a guy from uh, one of the uh, magazines on the Internet saying that they are insulating uh, Willard. Oh, yeah. They're insulating him. They don't want him to giving press conferences. I wonder why, because some smart-ass reporter, somebody like me, is going to ask him a question, and I'm going to be shoved out of the room. You know it what? happens all the time. Have you them. ever noticed he has a square head? I know. He's, He's a square <laughs> head. <laughs> he's, a, he's a blockhead. Marlo, what the hell has that got to do with things? I, I know. I was I, just, I, I, that's what I always say. Hey, Marlo, you got big tits. Hey, Willard. <laughs> you got big tits. Marla. Hey, Willard. You, you look. You have a blockhead. And I got a small head. <laughs> anyway, so I was just wondering if anyone had noticed. I got a real small. But does head, that mean girl? he has a square brain? Okay, Marlo, I don't care. About you. <laughs> yeah, I, just, I don't know where you're going with that. I, I, you know, anyway, we are going to maybe have the voice of Universal, and uh, depending on how he uh, behaves himself, and uh, he'll be listening to this, right, Marla? Oh, Who knows? You never know. Yeah, yeah he never was complaining know. about that the Kepler satellite kept poking him in the ass. Yeah. The <laughs> yeah, he doesn't believe in the Kepler satellite. That's another thing. There, the aliens are out there too. Yeah, no they one, don't tell you about no that one, either. No one. In- Renegade Nation, listen to this and send it to your friends. Because seriously, if you don't get involved in the people you put in office, it'd be like sending some drunk to watch your kids while you're out on a date. You're right. 
And, Come you know, on, don't be terminally stupid <laughs> the rest of your life. They are. You don't get a skid row bum to watch your kids <laughs> while you're on a date. What the hell are you putting these people in office for? They just want to fuck you over. Yep, and they've been you doing a good job. You are so of it. right. I remember Obama when uh, Obama. Abominable. We need change. Change is coming. What change yeah. happened? Uh, what kind of hope is there now, boy? I mean, you know. Man. <laughs> I mean, Ron Paul, what kind of hope you got there? Ron Paul said it. Uh, he's been saying it. Uh, it's been going on for a long period of time. It goes all the way back to, to 2001 and two when he was talking about all of this. He, in fact, he even said, if you go to YouTube and type in Ron Paul 2001 or two, you will see what he said about the housing problem, the inflation problem. It's all right there, and they don't want to hear it. They don't want you to know. And he's not going to. He's not running for Congress this year. He's just trying to get people to understand and try to. Change. Uh, change their ways of thinking by being blasted by these negative television ads that the Republicans are bouncing out and, and sanitariums doing the same thing with their, all their money because people want what they want. What happened to the Constitution? What happened to this country? Why are you ruining it? You need to fix it. And it's not being fixed by these people opening their big mouths talking about God and Satan. Yeah. I, I find that offensive to me. That was a it's good, offensive. Good rant, Richie. Thank you, Marlon. <laughs> I, need, I, need, I need to go. I, I need to, I have a, my psychiatrist. What time is it? Okay. I have to be there in about a Your half an hour. Your psychiatrist is waiting for you, boy. No, I call him up on the phone because I'm afraid to go out and drive now. <laughs> <laughs> I'm afraid somebody's going to come after me. Yeah. Anyway. Say so anything it's else really you have to say? scary. If there was, I don't remember. Nothing I was, <laughs> yeah, what I was really pissed off about on Sunday with the Oscars, I couldn't see Shameless and I couldn't watch uh, Cal- right. Californication. My favorite mm-hmm. shows. And yeah, all, I can see sex on TV. You know, it's really funny. It's just, they're all wearing these, you know, million dollar gowns. And again, they're actors. How about the gay guy on Entertainment Tonight? Oh, and look at that oh, beautiful gown. It was made by Sushi Sachi Duchi Mojafoy. <laughs> what the fuck do I care about that stupid gown? Yeah, I mean, that's a very small world right uh, there. It's a very small and world. And then they get free gifts, too, when yeah, they're already all very wealthy. It's fantasizing, guys. Well, our, we don't... We can't... No. Fantasizing, fantasizing, fantasizing is just patronizing. Going down. Oh, patronizing. Yeah, everything's fantasized. It's all make believe. It's all make believe. It's fairy tale land. Yeah. Well, we aren't buying it anymore. I thought I'd never get there, but I'm here now. No, but <laughs> nobody. How did I get there? <laughs> hey, hey, all the young people. I love today, everybody. All the people in the twenties, in their twenties. In today's age, they don't watch TV. They don't watch TV. No. That's why the They're that's why computer. the numbers were down, Marla. Nobody yeah. watches it. They don't care about fat Billy Crystal and those old folks running around. Yeah. Get with their you stupid. Mean Billy Joel. Yeah, no, <laughs> no, Billy. Bill, no, that's what some some girl said I, on the street. Because they all stood. They don't know. They don't care. He's an old guy. Yeah, they for, don't care about any of this stuff. Anyway, Renegade Nation, thank you for listening. I hope you take this show and pass it around and let please, people listen. Please do. And you know, you can have your opinion. That, that's fine. But really, the bottom line is, how are you? You now than you were four years ago. That's what really comes down to it. You need to really think and say to yourself, what do I do? Get away from the negative advertising and think about what these people are saying and are they going to help you in the next four to eight years? Yes, uh, Yeah, and dig a little into um, Wall Street. You know, you, 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 no, they don't do it. They need us. That's what we do. Yeah, we do well, it for we're them. helping you, but you got to help yourself too. Right, well, right like, Mark? Go ahead, Mark. What? 
He's gone again. Are you there? No, I'm just waiting for my check. The mailman's almost here, so I get my entitlement from uh, Papa Obama. That's right. You, you're on Social Security disability now, right? Oh, I'm on everything food stamps. Yeah, the whole damn, whole damn. <laughs> Hey, Mark, can I'm you send me one up, and I'm going to send a uh, application, and hopefully they'll just send me the money. Mark, can no. you send me a PDF on how to do that? Because I want to apply no, too. No, 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 no. That's right. Uh-uh. That's because the only thing well, I'm interested in is show me the money. Oh, the only way you're going to get free food is if you divorce your wife. Yeah. <laughs> she makes Go too on. much money. Anyway, we're going to dedicate this to Rick San- uh, Sanitarium and Willard, the Devil Inside, and he was in excess. Renegade Nation, have a great day. Aloha.